0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. We are back. Rob and Nick. How's everybody doing? Thank you for the response. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was like, how are they doing? Are they able to respond? I don't think they are. No, they're not. First Unless at home, they're like, I'm well. Thank you, Nick. Ah, <laughs> That's my nerd voice. Okay. I thought that was your nerd voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all my but nerd I'm voices. Bummed. They're all my well, me nerd too. voices.
1: Totally. I only got one voice. Yeah.
0: But uh, anyway, so we are back here. Today, we're covering two episodes, of course. We're going to cover Negus. And Vortex. And Vortex, two episodes. And we'll get into those in a little bit. Yep. But uh, first, we got to shoot the breeze. Oh, yeah. That's
1: the important thing. That is. It's what everybody who, not, who doesn't listen comes here for. That's what they come here yeah, for. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. What's life going on? Oh, you know, just busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Nice escapism to do this. It really is, actually. Oh, it absolutely it's is. Hot, it's a nice part of the week. It sure is. Yeah, yeah. You have to close the garage door or yeah. the quote unquote the
0: studio door. The studio. It's <laughs> good. it's our studio is getting better. We're improving the week by week. Today our setup only took us ten minutes, which is by far the best time we've It had had. been taking us hours. Yeah. And uh, probably today I'll you know I've been we've been keeping the soundboard here at the garage. I'm probably going to take it home today and play with it a little bit since I got some new cables. But nice. That way we're we'll have a nice setup here soon. It's pretty cool. sweet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's fun. We got a comfy setup. It's nice. Now just we need some heat. Oh, that's uh, going. It's about thirty four degrees outside right now. Is it that that cold? It's pretty cold. I don't. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's pretty cold. Didn't it's feel like that cold. You know, a garage studio that's non insulated is probably not. It has insulation in it. Oh, it does. Yeah, on
1: the wall, and just in the walls.
0: Oh, so then, well, that's the nice thing. So once the heat gets in here, it stays in here. Yeah, it's for up su- there. From there. <laughs> except for the whole you know roof part of it yeah and yeah. yeah, that's not important yeah not important
1: at some point you'll listen to this and just go blah, 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 and
0: yeah cura uh, pretty much yeah. pretty much yep. so uh, so anyways uh we appreciate so far the response to the podcast We've had yeah. some good turnout so far more than I thought there would be yeah yeah it's uh it's 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 pretty impressive to me how many people have tuned in. So, uh, Especially, you know, given it's friends probably, but
1: refer us. If you're not a friend, that's awesome too. Thank yeah, you.
0: Yeah. Well, I've been cheering around some of the, yep. uh, you know, I shared it on the Deep Space Nine fan board on Facebook. And yep. I, try, I did that as well. Yeah. So I shared it on there and uh, I found out my neighbors like Star Trek. So I shared it with nice. them, which is pretty cool. Nice. It's not every day you find a Star Trek person who's your neighbor. And then we'll admit to it. Who will admit to like it? Like we talked about last time, there's yeah. still a bit of a stigma on Trek. Well, you know how it came up, actually. So I, he was just out getting his mail, and I was getting mine. And we were just talking. They, they have a newborn, so I was just talking about how the newborn was doing. And um, then I was telling him how when they get older, it's pretty cool, because then they start getting interests. Like, Eli now is getting in the Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah. So we watched, uh, uh, about a year ago, we watched the original, the extended editions right okay. the regular editions and uh, I just jokingly said that hey we should watch the extended editions they're each four hours apiece and he's like oh we could do that all in one day and I thought he was joking no he was serious so um, gone. so I, w- I had to go out and buy the extended editions I couldn't find them anywhere like digital copies online, so I had to buy a physical copy, which to me I, I don't really do physical anymore. See, I like the package media, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's just I have no room for it. Quality is so much so better, um, yeah. Well, that's true too, there's no buffering and jaggedness, but anyways, so we watched uh Fellowship of the Ring the other day, um, the four hour edition of it. Good lord, and uh, I was telling <laughs> the neighbor about that and that's when i discovered he is super into lord of the rings he, so he just went off on a tangent for a while explaining all these things which was fascinating i didn't know all this stuff so i'm like oh that's nice to know that you're kind of a fellow nerd i said but i go deeper like i'm a star trek <laughs> yeah. nerd too like and he goes oh we like star trek and we like you know they're see big is, sci-fi is lord people. of the
1: rings more acceptable than trek see i view lord of the rings as oh those are the nerds Within reason. I don't mean it like that. but It's
0: it's a f- term of affection for us nerd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a great question. Are, are Lord of the Rings fans more nerds than Star Trek? Well, it's like you can... Uh, yes. I? I would say yes. Because the lore is... Star Trek lore is pretty deep. Don't oh. get me wrong. But, like, the Lord of the Rings, I mean... Well, actually, okay. here's I was going to say, well, Lord of the Rings, they have their own language. Well, Cleon. Cleon. Yeah. Um, and Klingon's been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a. This is all a really good question. Oh, my gosh. I don't know.
1: One episode, should come up with a scale of nerdiness. A
0: scale of nerdiness. Yeah. Not saying that one end is better than the other. Yeah. But just saying. Yeah. It'd be fun. Like, who would be... Like, the scale would have to be, like, people. Like, on the scale of one to ten, like, t- the least nerdy would be Ryan Gosling. You're Ryan Gosling on the scale. Number <laughs> one is... Number one is your Leonard Nimoy or something like that. I, I don't know. I can't think of a good nerd. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Would probably be on that, on that scale. Yeah, that's true. Will Wheaton is pretty much up there. Yep. I mean, yeah, that would uh, be interesting. That would be an interesting thing to go through. It would be fun. be goofy. it would be fun. You know, is, so, um, what was I saying? I don't even know what I was saying anymore. Something about Lord Lord of the rings. rings. Yeah. Anyways, it was, it was pretty cool uh, watching it through. But it's interesting how... Um, certain like science i guess that's not science fiction that's fantasy no that's definitely fantasy but in some sense it's still uh, it's still like uh it's still on the nerdiness factor taboo yeah that's the right word but like it's weird to me when people like one but not the other i guess like, how can you like Star Trek but not like Lord of the Rings? Or like how can you, you, like you
1: judge someone for liking Star Trek when you like Lord of the Rings? That's my thing. Like, That's Star Wars and Star Trek, guys, or DC and Marvel. It's like,
0: it's, it's all something. Enjoy it. Well, that actually is my big thing. I don't understand the people who fight between DC and Marvel. I like both of them. Oh, me too. Absolutely. I prefer DC. Me too. Um, I definitely think Marvel has made way better movies, though. Overall. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, I'll fight you on some, but overall, I agree. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman is up there. Aquaman is on I thought Shazam was awesome. Shazam was awesome. Aquaman was really cheesy, but... Oh, it was a, cheesy as hell. Good cheesy. Yeah, like it was cheesy as hell. It was meant to be cheesy, Yeah. right? Yeah. I liked Aquaman. I liked that one a lot. Nicole Kidman was in it, right? Yeah. That's, I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicole Kidman was in there. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting movie. I liked it a lot. Willem Dafoe was in it.
1: Willem Dafoe, and he's always good as... Making weird faces.
0: Weird faces, weird yeah. characters. He's yeah. like the king of weird characters. He's yeah, made yes. some, He's made some odd movies over the years. Yes, he has. Holy crap. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah. So it's interesting the amount of people that um, I found out enjoy Star Trek and have tuned in. So um, I've shared it on Twitter as well. The Twitter. I don't do the tweeter- tweeting. The tweeting? Yeah, I don't do that. I've shared it on the Twitter world. So yeah so i mean this series is specific, this podcast is specifically star trek but for we're now gonna, we're gonna branch out for now at some
1: point we'll do a half episode with uh
0: tenant one of these days if we ever go see it tenant yeah i know yeah Ugh. just launched yes i, don't, I still want to see that i just i don't know like let me ask you a question when you go to the movies do you like a crowded movie theater or an empty movie theater
1: i honestly don't care i've done both I've been in a – because I used to work – sorry for clearing my throat on Mike. Um I used to work in a movie theater, so one of my favorite things to do at the end of the night when I was done working is start up a movie, sit in the auditorium by myself, and watch the movie. Okay, so you sit there the entire movie and watch it? By myself. Okay. Be at 3 in the morning, perfectly content. Yeah. But also, you, you watch something – it's fun when you're watching a movie, and people react that to things that they shouldn't or quote-unquote shouldn't. Or right. or it
0: sometimes that's fun. Other yeah. times, people talking or having their phones on, you kind of want to murder them, right? <coughs> right. Well, I know for me personally, like nothing beats the experience of going to an opening night of a movie. Like uh, I remember seeing Spider-Man, like the original Spider-Man with you know Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I remember seeing that the first night and people like clapping and cheering and doing yeah. and eyeing during the movie. Um, the Dark Knight first night. That was incredible. People dressed up and just the energy was incredible. I find that when you go to a movie, let's say two weeks after its release, you've lost the diehard people. You have the people who are kind of just like, eh, I kind of want to see it. And those are the people who are playing with their phone. Yeah. So, like, I'm an opening night, packed house guy or nothing. Really? Yeah. I'm.
1: Whenever I get around to it. Yeah. I wish sometimes... I miss some things in theaters. I wish I would th- they were there longer like they were back in the day so I could caught it, actually seen it week 5. Yeah, like a 6 month run.
0: Yeah, you know, just like
1: because sometimes time time is escaping.
0: Yeah. So it's just uh, that is a crazy thought too is uh, how short the shelf life is to movies these days. And it makes you wonder something like Star Trek, right? Right. Who excels at a long shelf life, right? To become in the pop culture. If the if the way cinema works today, the way the way film works today, if that's to the detriment of something like Star Trek, which needs time to like marinate with the viewer and, right. and well, build up a if they had following.
1: Like, you know how Tenant has been in theaters since they opened and, and in here in Detroit area, Michigan, just they just opened. recently opened. Yeah. So yeah. You, I think you got to give that thing a long shelf life in order to get. <laughs> To give it any chance mm-hmm. or anything that comes out right now in the theaters, which is probably isn't going to be much.
0: Right. I um, mean, most of the movies that are in the top 10 right now are re releases of yeah. older movies. Yeah. Yeah. And all the drive ins that they have in right now, which is great, by the way. Which is absolutely great. I still haven't, but I can't tell you the last time I've been to a drive in. Last we, year, I could tell you. Yeah. We don't have any close to us. You do. Uh, well, not
1: far, but that one over there in um, Northville off Beck Road. Oh. Is it terribly far from you?
0: oh okay yeah. well that's good to know yeah so anyways i need to go to a drive-in movie and they had that one at the imagine right at uh, 12 oaks they did but that w- so if i'm gonna go to a drive-in i want to see newer releases i think oh they're uh, only doing older ones yeah yeah well because nothing's coming out they've delayed everything i would though, right like, see
1: back to the future in, in the theater i yeah. go there in a heartbeat that's a good point
0: point. Yeah. that would be nice but like all our p- movies outside are are, are fun
1: yeah. That's the only time I
0: really want to watch a horror movie is at a drive-in. Yeah. That's a good point. I totally would go see. I, it's not necessarily a horror movie, but I'd go see Beetlejuice at a drive-in. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that again. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't. Yeah. My brain is not functioning today. No, it's, it's early. It's really early. It's early. I didn't sleep last night. No? Mm-mm. Went to bed at like 4 o'clock. The wife didn't sing you songs to help you go to sleep. Mm, she was out yeah, before yeah. me. Yeah, That's we had a late night. What can you do? What can you do? Uh. Anyways, brains fried. Yep. So um, yeah. Should we get into some Star Trek? Let's do. let do the negus. Let's do negus. Should we sum it up first? I think one of the problems. I think we're not summing them up well enough. I it's it's requiring the viewers to go back and rewatch the episodes. The viewer, episodes. The vio- the viewer <laughs> or listener. Yeah. Um. And we shouldn't do that. We should, uh, we should uh, sum up the episodes better. All right. So, Negus. do you want to sum it up or do you want me to? I'll give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. I didn't think about it at all, but I'll give it a whirl. Do so it. So, the
1: Negus is like the key financial person in the Ferengi Empire. He comes to Deep Space Nine. He comes to Deep Space Nine to introduce Gamma Quadrant business to the Ferengi. So he mm-hmm. get out there and start going out there. But then he... Fixes or he dies allegedly and Bordeler. he gives the negus position to quark and comedy ensues. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about a journey to see if the negus thinks his son is worthy of the negus position. So he yeah. can retire to Risa to get those lovely rising women. Rising so he can women. get a rise out of the rising women.
0: The Ferengi are sex obsessed. Yes, man. they
1: are. I
0: just can't believe it. This show again, in general is very big on sex. Again, the Ferengi are the humans. They really are. Yep. They really are. And it's, uh, it's kind of painful to see. <laughs> it's kind of painful to watch and go, yep, that's yeah. us. Yeah, it really is.
1: It really is. So, production notes, real quick. Yeah. Ira Burr, who ended up running the show, yep. was challenged or had to write this episode. Yeah. Originally didn't want to, but then he, he, he liked it, had a fun, and wrote fringy
0: episodes for the rest of the series. Did he? Yep. So, he wasn't looking forward to this one. And Ira Burr took over showrunner in the last three seasons. Oh uh, no, the last since season 3 on. Oh, season 3 on. When they started, you know, Voyager, everybody's full focus went there. He was Oh, able to yeah. They kind of all bailed on deep space nine. Yeah, I think Michael Pillar got sick.
1: He was, he died of cancer eventually. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the time frame, but I think he was kind of the showrunner initially. Uh-huh. And then that's when Ira Burr took over.
0: Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yep. All right. All right. Ira Burr takes over through. Okay, cool. Uh so right away, you know, I could tell this episode was going to be um, more heavy on relationship building and and kind of um, character building, right? Because it starts off right away with Cisco and Jake, right? Which I love, by the way. Yeah, Cisco and Jake, I do like their relationship a lot. Uh, it doesn't feel like a, f- it feels like a real take on what a relationship is between a by far and the son. best in Star Trek. By far the best. In Better the than character. Kirk and his kid. <laughs> Although yeah. that does feel real, too. Yeah, that does feel kind absentee of real. Father. absentee father. Absentee <laughs> father. Yeah, exactly. That's a real thing. But yeah, yeah j- Jake growing up is the whole point of this episode, right? You know, like, you know, Jake. And who, they don't make him a perfect Wesley. Yeah. Ex- well, you know, up until this point, he absolutely idolized his father. He wanted nothing to do but spend his time with his father. And here's his father saying, I booked this three day thing where we're going to go out and. Do all this fun stuff together, and he's like, "Nah, yeah.
1: I'd rather hang around the docks." It's it's great that you mentioned that early because uh, I kind of have a note about that. It's like I can totally relate. Yeah. Because for ten, eleven, twelve years, my daughter was a daddy's girl. Yeah. And now that she's thirteen, nearly fourteen, yeah, she doesn't talk to me. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. It does break my heart because I'm used to being able that she'd see me smile, run to me, and that's like, uh, boomer yeah <laughs> okay, be
0: <Boomer. laughs> go away uh,
1: and i know I, I I know it's the age, but at the same point, I can relate to Cisco in that aspect where he's like, Oh,
0: and it's hard not to take it personally and feel Absolutely. like it's something you've done wrong, even though you know it's nothing to do with that, and it's all the developmental cycle, but it's still but you still take it personally, yeah
1: and, and you kind of you really got to catch yourself, and that's
0: the hard part. Yeah, exactly. Not snap and yell at him. Be yeah, like, it's this is about me. Yeah, ah, I need you. you I my need fa- you're you're the best. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, so I totally dug that. Yeah, ha- and here you have you know Cisco, who his whole life is dedicated to, you know Starfleet, and he's just craving attention from his son, and he's right. not getting it, and he's unfulfilled for that. Which yep, I kind of like that, and this, you know the story evolves actually throughout the episode with that, which was really nice but i liked it i liked the episode starting off there it was a nice start off yeah i agree yeah um so anyways uh fascinating uh how the episode is also very much about the relationship between quark and his brother uh rom and fascinating how they
1: changed rom from the beginning of the the show because at the beginning he was like you will not go that human woman he he came off as very much yeah more intelligent <laughs> yeah and then he dumbed less down goofy, less goofy yeah. goofy. and yeah.
0: then they, they marveled him and made him goofy yeah they did they did make him pretty goofy but it was pretty funny like one of the, f- the first thing that happens you know in that episode a woman loses her money and he finds it and he returns Tets it, it to her <laughs> and then Court gets angry at her like the first rule of acquisition is you know once you have the money it's yours yeah <laughs>
1: I gotta get all those rules of acquisition and start quoting them in
0: everyday life just oh for my fun Oh gosh! yeah exactly Oh, that'd be pretty fun. That would be awesome. It's just, it's very, you know, thinking of the Ferengi as the humans, it's very, (laughs) it's very uh, painful, actually, (laughs) because you realize how accurate it kind of is, right? Yeah. This idea, like, if you found $1,000 on the ground and you return it... There's, there's gonna the Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, "What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> you know, I've never really found anybody's money except for back when I was a kid, and I returned it when I was a kid. But as an adult, you kind of go, "What could I do with this money?" Yeah. So, but I'd like to think I'd still return
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'd like to think I would, but yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe it was a million. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Well, and maybe you kind of like, and there's other ways you'd probably find ways to get around it. Like for instance, I'm going to put up a sign. In front of my house, that says, found money. Come contact me if it's yours. But you make the sign very hard to recognize. Yeah. And then you convince yourself, all right, after two weeks, if no one's come. <laughs> yeah, and I, I drive by and I'm like, oh, found money? That's me. That's me. That's yeah. my money. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so I thought that, you know, I like the Ferengi, how they're establishing the Ferengi. You know, they're, they're deepening the understanding of them as a culture and a people. Uh, more spe- than
1: anything it has in the past that's for sure
0: right it's, it's especially important if no one had watched next generation right, right to i mean they did the frangi a little bit in next generation they tried to make them more menacing there yeah. they were do- supposed to replace the klingons they were supposed to yeah th- which is a terrible idea terrible idea terrible idea but um, so they moved on from that real quickly but uh, deep space 9 is really doing a good job with the frangi so you know that. we met, you mentioned that in
1: grawl in this episode uh, actually comes off as a little bit of an intimidating Ferengi. So I was
0: kind of impressed by that. Right, right. Yeah, he was, he was really
1: good. I was like, very impressed with even, even from the beginning where he was, where he was talking about the negus and he threatens Quark indirectly. Yeah. I uh, I, I go like, well, you come out, actually come off pretty intimidating. That's pretty good. Pretty impressive, Nice right? job, Ferengi. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Yeah. How about Zach, man? Sexual paralysis in the hollow suite.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. And yeah. then laugh. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sean Wallace, that's I who that is. I wish I could Wallace it. Sean, Wallace yeah. Sean. I wish I could imitate <laughs> I can't do.: it. Yeah. Wallace Sean from uh, Princess Bride.": Inconceivable. He was great in this episode. He was really good. Yeah. I will say there was points where it was hard for me not to recognize him as Wallace Sean, because he's just got such a distinct voice. Oh yeah and laugh.
1: Oh yeah, that laugh is fantastic. But that's his laugh. Yeah. That's his, le- like his laugh? Well, out.
0: I mean, I've seen that laugh before. He's done that in other stuff he's done. See, so. uh, unpopular thing right now.
1: Yeah. I didn't like
0: Princess Bride. Oh, I didn't either. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Because yeah, I watched it when I was younger and I was like, nope. Mm-mm. I watched it, uh, I didn't watch it until I was like four years ago, actually. Oh, so
1: you're a lot more recent than me. Yeah, yeah. and
0: I just, eh, it wasn't for no. me. I'm sure as a younger person, if I watched it, I would have loved it, but. Maybe. I when don't I know. I'm the person. I did not love it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't no. know. I was always the person where someone would say, this is great. You have to watch it. i would either not watch it at all, completely ignore it because of that, or hate watch it. Even if maybe I could have liked <laughs> it, I'm going to find a reason to hate it. I can't, s-
1: I can't say I'm like that. I, I try to go the t- to recommendations open-minded.
0: Oh, I can't do that. I oh. don't know why. That's why well, you're watching m- D Space Nine right now. I know. But it, it took me forever to watch Harry Potter for that reason. Everyone was raving about Harry Potter. And then I finally did. I read the books first and I did love the books and I watched the movies and I loved the movies, but it took me a while to get See, there. I, I, don't, I don't know what my issue with Harry
1: Potter was.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because
1: it was everybody was talking about it so much and it, I kind of relate to that Star Wars story, which I won't rehash here. Yeah. And so I, and I thought maybe it was Little Kitty. Yeah. Which is OK. I, I mean, should I love look, like there's some little kids movies I love. Right. Um, so I'm like, no. And then the daughter got into it and watched it by proxy. I was like these things are actually pretty darn good they are.
0: Yeah. They're really solid. Yeah, they really really are. Mhm. Yeah, they're up there for me. Yeah. I'm, you know, like I I have a ten, you know, there's some parts of Harry Potter that if, you know, like they still hit me with all the feels. There's one um the one where Voldemort first comes back and uh they're in the graveyard and you know, they're they are they're both squaring off, doing their magic and then because of the way the uh the wand works you can see the last people that Voldemort had killed. Oh. And it was, his, it was Cedric Diggory was one of them. The other two were Harry's parents. So th- they're, all three of them are rooting Harry on and saying, you got this, Harry. And like, it was a very emotional part. It was a good scene. It was one of my favorite scenes of the whole series. So I remember why I watched
1: the, my first Harry Potter movie. I'm trying to, I was trying to think. It was before before my daughter did. Yeah. Gary Oldman. I found Gary Oldman was in one. I'm like, oh, I got to watch Commissioner this. Gordon. <clears throat> Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner uh, Gordon. I Hello, can't think of his name from The Professional. Yeah
0: and Leon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. no, he's not Leon. <laughs> Leon, the professional. No. Uh,
1: Gary almost is so good. I, was yeah. like, I must watch this he's movie. He's good now.
0: in everything. Yeah, he is. He's good. in everything. He really is. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he was great. Um, okay. Anyways, back to it, back to it, back to it. Um, so Wallace Sean is Zach. Um, you got Morn in the episode. I love Morn sightings.
1: He, I, I, I love more sightings. And he
0: laughs. And he laughs and he stands longingly by the bar trying to get in. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and I love what they do with Morn, even though he does nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he does nothing. Which by the way, they have a Morn character in Discovery. In the first episode oh, of Oh, Dis- the species? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had an appearance, a Morn character. So in the thirty first century they're still around. That's they're good. They're still around. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch the second episode? I haven't watched it yet. I was gonna watch it last night and then I realized I hadn't watched deep space nine so Sacker. i had to catch up on my deep space nine
1: yeah i'll, I'll after you watch the first ep- the second episode of that i'll uh I'll, I'll, yeah I'll you'll see you could talk me into the first right episode. yeah because
0: i will say the first episode didn't have any of the ship itself in there it was no, i'm just, okay with that it was just well yeah it <laughs> was just burnham though that, oh yeah burnham and uh this other guy which i uh, it was good like well, again, i like that because he was in a short trek,
1: and i liked him in that short trek.
0: oh yeah that's right he yep. was where he was stranded on uh yep I had totally forgotten about yep, that. I
1: liked him in that episode. That's why I was like, all right, Booker. Book- Booker, yeah. Yeah, so I liked him in, uh, yeah.
0: That was a real, I forgot about that connection. Oh, yep. And Anyways, so Morn is in here. Uh, we got Quark becoming the Grand Nagus. Which is a lot of fun. Which is a lot of fun. Lo- yeah. Some really good, uh, interesting development uh, on that front. I don't know. Quark is just, he is by far my favorite character so far. I'm telling you, man, Quark is money. I just love everything about him. Um he's supposed to be this this person you love to hate kind of a thing. Um uh, like a love actually maybe not even love to hate but slimy yeah he's a slimy guy that you just love you can't help but love a slimy right. guy with a heart like he's really well written it's just he's it's really well written already and it seems like they've he's already f- you know how a lot of shows in that first season they're trying to find their character and maybe it'll evolve here but I feel like he's already found yeah I think him in the like essence of the character I think him this episode you by this episode you know who cork is he's and locked by in the,
1: by the next episode you pretty much know who Odo is
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah well that's the thing there's a lot of character heavy episodes first season which makes sense they want to establish them and so far we've had let, let me let's look back actually real quick we've we, obviously we have had the cisco episode which is essentially the pilot right we've had an odo episode because he was murder we had an odo a episode murder we've had um uh, akira one we've had a jadzia one and the O'Brien one you know, Brian. We have we had any with the doctor Bashir? Not, not really. Not I don't think not really not focused. Not with the character focus yeah, and of then him.
1: Dex had the episode named Dex. Dex. Which the really would, would be great if they would named it Dex and not had a focus on Dex.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> really throw everyone off. <laughs> Screw you, viewers. <laughs> Take that. Um, so anyway, uh, Quark was fascinating. I love that. Um, can I say one thing that I was really happy about this episode? No. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say it Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely no Kira. So you're still not not a Kira like at you're all. Not a Kira so like no, I, I, I guess there was no Kira. There not once. No. And I was trying to remember in Star Trek series has there ever been episodes where they just completely choose to not have the character well, at all and yeah, you know.
1: jake's not a, in the show a lot either as but he's kind of secondary yeah
0: right and same with o'brien he's well O'Brien has gigs i think he's filling con Air at the time <laughs> oh was he <laughs> i don't but, know i'm just so I o'brien enough. in some sense he's a primary but he's really secondary and he and the only reason why he was primary was to bridge between next generation and deep space nine i think to an extent so, like, I don't view him as a primary, but it's weird to not have a primary in an episode, I think. I'm sure there was times where they're like, hey, you have the week off.
1: Enjoy it. Yeah. Or come in for this one day of filming where you could do or the Or maybe she was scene. sick.
0: Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Um But, well, like, even, like, Jed Zia makes a quick appearance in this episode. Yep. Bashir does, too, right?
1: I believe so. In the oh, hospital. Cause, yeah, because he examines. Yeah. He uh he
0: examines him. Um, it's just always interesting to me when shows choose. To, and I actually think that's a good thing because that's the reality. Like, you're on a space station, not everyone has to be involved in every single little thing. Yep. That's just not the way it works. It's like going back to space station too. It's like going back to that episode a couple a couple ago where all of a sudden Cisco's the attorney. Right. And you're like you you can't actually get there's not a lawyers in on, spa- yeah, right. Like, on the station or on Bajor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So I I appreciate that. It adds a sense of realism that not all the characters are in every single yeah. episode. Yeah. I like that. So yeah uh also fascinating about this episode um cisco you know you think of the federation as um accepting of all cultures and you know going out of their way to make things work cisco is actively rooting against the ferengi really it's because a Ferengi is a friend with his kid that changes that changes the game right but isn't that like isn't that a subtle form of like that makes me think that like this is a, a, a social commentary i think you know, it's I'm okay with these sort of people, just as long as they're not <laughs> in my life, right? It really uh. is that way. Uh. Oh, I don't mind. Uh, you know, it's like it's like those uh, people who are like, I don't, I don't have a problem with black people. I just don't want a black person marrying my kid, right? Like, it's like a, it's still racism. Yeah, well, oh yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> so, is. Like for Cisco, it's like it's an interesting character dynamic. Like, oh, I don't trust. The Ferengi boy. All the, yeah, because they're Ferengis and they're all jerks. And they have not, we have nothing in common with them. And then here's Jake and, and uh, Nog. Uh, Nog saying, uh, you know, we used to have a lot to talk about until they said we didn't have anything to talk about. Right. Which I thought
1: was kind of, again, accurate of how kids are. Mm-hmm. The stupid little flights where you stop being friends for like 10 minutes because of a stupid little thing. Kids on Fortnite. Yeah, you shot me. Eh, and ran away. Or you know, back in my day, you like Star Wars, I like Star Trek, and they're like, yeah, eh. eh, and huh. so their a little spat about absolutely nothing. Is yeah. is relatively accurate. To it's
0: relatively it accurate. It was a good. It oh. was. I like the relationship, it, particularly how he. You know, there's that one point where Nog wants him to lie for him, and Jake feels super uncomfortable about it because that's not who Jake's character is. He's right. an honorable guy, and he does it anyways, but he doesn't feel good about it. And then you're like, oh, no, Jake is becoming this terrible person now. And then you find out he's been teaching not greed all Which long. is uh, solid. I really like that. Yeah. was really cool. And part. then
1: Cisco's reaction at the end doesn't tell him that he saw it. Just says, you're a good kid.
0: You're a good kid. Go play yeah, with your friend. Go play with your friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're helping, you're helping, norm, you know, uh, make that dirty Ferengi not as dirty. Go play with them. <laughs> like, racism. <laughs> He said, go play with your friend. By that time, he was like, all right, I got a good kid. He knows how to read. Good. Go play with him. You've,
1: I know. I know. You've got to ha- Your, your son has got to have somebody that you're like, oh, I don't really like th-
0: him playing with that kid. Yeah, there's this one kid. I'm not going to name his name. starts with a G. Oh, yeah, the kid's the worst. He's I hate the that kid. He's the worst. Uh, but we all. Uh, yeah, he does have friends where I'm like, why do you play with them? They're not very nice. But our
1: job is, we can say, you can't hang out with that kid. Yeah. Because. Right but hopefully in the long run we've raised our children well enough for their
0: solid characters were like no I ain't gonna do that. Well and that I think to me that's the the ultimate character growth for Cisco in this episode, right? There comes a point where you have to let go and trust that your parenting has got you this far. And that's right. to me the end of the the episode where he's like go play with your friend. All right, I've done my work like there does come an age I think where you your kids you, you have to trust and your kids going to sink or swim. Like, you can be there to offer them advice or whatever, but you can no longer hold their hand. They're going to have to figure it out on their own. Um, right. And that's, I think, where, what Cisco is figuring out here, which is depressing, which you're kind of reaching that age now, too, with, your, with um, one of your children, right? Right, where yeah, daughter, yeah. You've done your work. I mean, there's still work to be done, but you've laid the foundation. Right. Now it's time for them we to build, build a up. house. Yeah, well, yeah. But they do most of the building now. Yeah. Right? Like you've done the work and you're just there to offer advice. I'll putting the roof on. <laughs> and there you go. You're there to do the electrical or plumbing yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't do plumbing. Uh, yeah, electrical? Yeah. No yeah. plumbing for me. Yeah, exactly. So I, I did like that character development. You know, here you have this commander of a space station who's all put together but his relationship with the sun he can't figure out and Right. Realistic it's, it's realistic. Yep, absolutely is. So many people who have their careers put together but are not great parents or great yeah. parents who have terrible careers. You know, uh, sometimes you have both. Sometimes you have none, Yeah, actually. It, it kind of operates that way. So, anyways, I dug that. And what's interesting is while uh, this episode, I feel like, focused a lot on the Frangie, I gravitated more towards that relationship. Oh, me too. Me too. Although, uh, I had fun watching the Frangie. I had fun. I had a, a blast with them. I like that... Uh
1: Rom, all he wanted was the damn bar. That's
0: all Just he do wanted. Just give the damn bar, man. And he tries to kill his brother. Yeah. And Cork is happy about it. He gets it. a like, promotion. I didn't think you had it in you. Which Rom, is another way I'm of saying, you. like, Frankie kind of subvert your expectations, yeah. right? So I, I dug that, too. Mad at you. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Pretty I mean, good. I didn't think you had the lobes. Yeah, I didn't think you had the lobes. I so. like, uh,
1: Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I was like, Rom, try to give him that last chance about the bar. And then he's like, yeah, you're, you're dead.
0: Can we also talk about how Odo is a terrible security officer? He better than Worf. He witnesses an attempted murder. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just lets them all go. Well, it's
1: like Benefit of the Doubt. Maybe it's Bajorn Law. Benjorn Law. Something in there. Some kind of gray area. <laughs>
0: Bajoran Law. It's just absolutely hilarious. It's like they were just about to flush Quark out of the airlock, and he's like, "Have a good day, everyone. Go do your." Or
1: maybe he's like, "I don't blame you." Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just. It's a pretty
1: funny thing. Like. Look, I've wanted to flush my brother out of an airlock before, so,
0: <laughs> I mean. But you'd probably get arrested for attempted murder. I'm slick. Yeah, you're good, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, all right, should we move on to the next episode? I yeah. don't even know where we're at in terms of time. We need to track these things. Oh, nice. Okay, we're doing good. Okay, so apparently Rob is tracking. On I
1: started a little bit late, so we're, we're uh, a little bit longer than that. But. So
0: episode two, Vortex. Vortex. Another character-heavy episode,
1: which is good because I think it did a lot for Odo. I think it. I think we. I, I think we knew a lot about Odo, but it just kind of yeah. cemented that. Yeah. I uh and it kind of hit his desires to meet his people, and it even laid some of the, the groundwork. The guy even some of the things he told Odo about the changelings. Yeah. Was actually accurate to come.
0: Yeah. Yep. So the gist of this episode is uh, basically there's uh, you know a guy. Comes on the station saying that he can... You know, I'm, I'm I'm really bad at summing up episodes. So He comes to the station saying he, he knows where Odo's homeworld is. Because he's from the Gamma Quadrant. He's from the Gamma Quadrant. He knows. He has proof of it in the terms of his necklace.
1: Yeah, and the way it all comes up is because
0: he's involved
1: in a little... Murder. Murder. A,
0: a little bit of mad out Yeah,
1: so Odo arrests him, and he tries to appeal to Odo through... What Nick is saying right now, which
0: turns out this guy is a big fat liar all along. Yeah, he doesn't actually know where Odo's homeworld is. He's a liar. He's heard stories of them. They, they thought they were all myths until he finally met one, and he's like, "Oh gosh, you are real," and he has some proof of it in the terms of the necklace, which is a decent or a, an ancestor. Oh yeah, of Odo's Cousin is what they call a it. Cousin, yeah, yeah, a cousin of him. So uh, that's a fascinating thing. Um, that happens in that episode. There's also the dynamic of that. I can't remember the alien character's name, but he was all he, all along. He was just trying to get to his daughter.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't um, remember name either. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'd lie, cheat, and steal to do that.
0: Yeah, it's another family. Uh, the show has been really good at exploring family dynamics mm-hmm. and the lengths that we would go to. Um. To, to care for those we yeah, love, absolutely right yeah so i mean this guy's lie lie cheats and steals and odo still has this sense of honor right like he's someone who's like look i don't care why you did what you did you still need to answer for it but then the episode ends with him saying nah nah no, no, bro see
1: so when i first watched this uh this time around i was like is that out of character but then I get, I get it, yeah. and then later you, it kind of says it's not out of character too. The more you get into the series, mm-hmm. he does something similar, I think, in the in the future. Yeah, and so it wasn't he is was circumstantial, and he's just like a circumstance based, and he's just like, right. all right, you can you can, yeah, go ahead and take your daughter, and you're good. I I don't think Odo initially was planning to do that. Yeah, but when the Vulcans came around, he's like. This is too
0: perfect. I'm out. Yeah. Mm. Well, and what's fascinating is I think this explores the greater dynamics of the series in some sense, this small decision, right? Because it's basically saying, look, all Star Trek series up to this point, there's been right and there's been wrong. There's no in between. There's no gray area. But this world isn't black and white. It is gray, and here's a Star Trek series that explores that gray. Star Trek gray area. Gray area. Gray matter. Yep. Um So I, I dug that. Um, I like the exploration of Odo, how he came to be. So I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first Star Trek character up to this point who hasn't really understood his. Where he how he comes to be. Right. Uh, to my knowledge, I think you're
1: 100 percent right. I right. Think he's the only one. Yeah.
0: That hasn't been fleshed out. Right. right. I mean, you, you know, um, you have characters who are exploring their humanity in terms of like. Spock explores his, Data explores his, like, trying to link to humanity. Right. Um, but they know who they are. They, yeah. They, they know where they come from.
1: And all Odo really knows is a sense of honor and
0: wanting to be secure. So do we find more out about Odo's, be- uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't, well, yeah. Do we find more about where Odo, I know we find out where he comes from. Right. Do we find out how he ended up where he was? Yes. Okay. All right. That's because that's like the idea that you're this changeling. Like, how did you learn to become a changeling? Like, how did you know you could do what you could do? Like, how were you stranded? Yeah, you it?
1: find out. You find out about that, and you find out why he ended up in the Alpha Quadrant. Okay. Um. You, yeah, that gets found out, and All I right. think actually, you might find out some of that this season. Okay. All right. It's either this season or early next season?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I do I really appreciate the, how this is about the exploration of Odo. I, I appreciate how all the other characters are known quantities. We know yeah. e- even though we're getting to know them we understand them right. already. We understand Kira. We understand she's had a life of oppression and, and just a life of fighting for her for her planet and right. now they're free. We understand her. We understand Jedzia to an extent.
1: I say to an extent I don't think we fully understand Jezia yet.
0: We don't n- but there's been... Yes and no. I think I think there is... When I think of a jedzia the fact... I Here's what it is. She looks like a human, so we feel like we can relate to her. Fair enough. As opposed to Quark with his lobes. Right. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> Odo is with his face. Whereas Odo looks different, he walks different, he talks different. Right. He's just different. He's just right? different. So he's harder to relate to. He's not a known quantity. I really like that. Um... Also, very big episode where um, the alien keeps talking about um, the suspicious nature of Odo. Right. Like, constantly he's talking about how he's always suspicious.
1: Which is actually, you find out later in the series, is pretty much
0: true of changelings. Right. All changelings. Croton was the guy's name. Croton. Yep. yep. Croton. I have it written down. So, um,. Yeah, the suspicious behavior of Odo, which makes sense. You've had your whole life; you've had to be guarded from other people because you don't relate to them. They don't understand you. Right. So you got to keep a distance from them.
1: Well, oh, right, and imagine being a security officer for the Cardassians, then the Bajor, the Bajor, then the Bajorans, and mm-hmm. then now they got the Earthlings or the Federation around. And yeah. And
0: she definitely on the outside looking in. You just brought up a good point. There's something there. Because he was a security officer for the Cardassians. The Cardassians were very violent people. Odo's done some stuff,
1: probably. Yep. There are some future episodes dealing with some of his involvement in the Cardassian
0: rule. And how do, how is he not viewed as a um, collaborator? collaborator?
1: I think they talked about that in that uh, that uh, Man Alone
0: Did they? I don't a little remember bit. that.
1: But th- he was the only one that saved Bajoran's lives because of his strict rule of conduct he's like batman in that aspect batman has his rules and follows them no matter what and i think they they mentioned that in Odo's. that's the only way that they were able to feel comfortable with him is because
0: he had his rules and he stuck to his rules so he was a known quantity yeah hmm. i keep using known quantity this yeah. episode uh, but
1: shot game so if nick is known, known
0: quality n- go for it. Drink, Get it drink 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 another one another one another one <laughs> fake doctors reference
1: yeah i actually listened to one of those episodes yesterday so did you
0: yeah i'm behind i'm behind
1: oh, i'm behind like hell too
0: yeah uh nice callback to um mccoy in this episode i'm a security chief not a combat pilot i love those i love it when they drop those Oh, uh, yeah, it makes me fantastic. smile that was a nice
1: one the forest um, kelly and even um what's the guy's name that played in the 2009
0: one. Oh, uh carl urban man so good. He was so good. He's yeah. so good in The Boys, too.
1: Yeah, hey, I, I, uh, I'm still a season the behind. Boys. The Boys. The Boys. Boys. He's so good in Dread.
0: Yeah, yeah, Judge you're right. Dredd.
1: Are you old enough to remember the old G.I. Joe cartoon? Yeah. Okay, so you remember Tomax and Zaymot, the two twins? Yeah. Where, you know, they always, they could, you hurt one, you hurt the other type of thing. Mm-hmm. The Miradorns are kind of like that. You took one part of my soul. Yeah. So I thought, I was like, oh, it's Tomax and Zaymot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what? The, that was the, my least interesting part of the episode. Yeah, today. I wrote that down.
1: There's a lot of good things about this episode. The villain isn't one of them.
0: Yeah, the villain isn't one of them. You, sometimes you don't need a villain, though. No. no, but it, it wasn't necessary to move the story along. It was. It was. Yep. But, um, I liked how th- though those aliens didn't want anything to do with the Alpha Quadrant. They're like, we don't care about you all. Yeah, just give a like, guy back. Here's the Federation who's like, we are so happy to meet you all. And know, they're like, like Bo- booger off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that accent was by the way. I'm well, so happy to meet you. That all. was uh your 90s? I do not 90 9-year-old Nick version? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. But uh good episode explores the idea of what home is because it ends with, you know,
1: Odo saying home. Where are you? Where
0: is it? You yeah. know. It's yeah. funny
1: because you know, to think that he's been, you know, at the station and therefore and doesn't view it as home still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well I mean I guess you you get it from the sense because for a while there, it was under the Cardassians, and now it's under the Federation, right? So even your own home is just this place of of chaos. Right. Like, that's the thing about Deep Space Nine. It's it's kind of a place of chaos, right? right. Constantly new aliens coming in, new people. There's never a normal day. I mean, I guess that's a house, too. There's never a normal day at home, but... Right. Like, like, like Wharf is kind of similar, because in The
1: Next Generation, the whole time... And, and even in Deep Space Nine a little bit, he was always wanting to be with the Klingons, even though he's always with the humans. He never felt at home yeah. until D Space Nine, he said. "But
0: So it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. But Worf had a human mother yeah. and father. Uh, yep, adoptive. Adopted. They yeah. adopted him. Ranchicos or I think it, what it
1: was. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm right. a nerd. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty
0: impressive. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, Worf. So Worf. And now that I think about it, they tried to make Worf very similar to Spock in some sense. In
1: some respects, uh, maybe they took little pieces of Spock. and I mean, Data's obviously the Spock reference. Data's the Spock Come reference.
0: On. But this whole idea of I was raised by someone who wasn't my people. Right. Right.
1: Well, I mean, Spock
0: was raised on Vulcan. Yeah, that's true. He just had, he had a human, ha- mother. human mother. Yeah, human mother. Yeah, human mother. He was a halfling. Yeah. Yeah. A muggle. A muggle. There you go. I got, your, I got, your, I got your Harry Potter There's reference. There's a Harry Potter reference. Anything else stand out to you on this episode? No, I just I I, I liked it. I liked
1: it. I liked that uh, we got to know Odo. I like yeah. we got to establish more about Odo. Um I,
0: I liked it quite a bit. I do so one thinking back to our last couple episodes we've watched, it's interesting that the last two we watched were some of the lowest rated yeah, for me. The two before that were some of the higher rated. And I think we go back to for me, these are higher rated oh, yeah, episodes yeah. for me. Um I won't I couldn't say Negus, I, I feel like I could watch that one quite a few times over and over again. Oh, sure. I don't feel like this episode, Vortex, is one I would need to rewatch. Okay. You like it just out of the blue? I liked it out of the blue. There's certain things yeah. where you l- just like them, but you don't need to go back. Like, for instance, I was just talking with a friend last night about Shit's Creek. Like, really funny comedy. Great comedy. One of the comedies I'd recommend to anyone. See,
1: my, my wife was watching the newest season, and I was downstairs, I think, actually watching um, something on my phone. Football.
0: Yeah. And, um... I don't know if I laughed once. So, okay. So that was a show where the first five episodes I watched, I'm like, I don't really know what I feel about this show. And then I got super invested because the characters feel very real. Okay. And you develop like this attachment to the characters in a way that I've never done on a comedy show. Right. Like, I love The Office. It's a show I'll rewatch over and over and over again. Even with J.D. and Scrubs? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I used to watch Scrubs over so and over I, and I again. I, I could attach those characters. But you know what? I don't have... I'm not a doctor, but... Yeah. You're a fake doctor. Oh, I'm a fake doctor, a real friend, though. Yeah. <laughs> um So, <laughs> uh, so I think part of it is the ability to stream it over and over again. Like, back in the day, Scrubs, I just used to put in the box sets and watch them over and over again. But now it's like, I go to Netflix. Scrubs isn't Did on Netflix. Do you still have the box sets for Scrubs? I don't. I got rid of them. Damn it. I know. I know. Ugh. Got rid of all of them, um, so a show being easy to rewatch, like pull up on Netflix. Office is that one for me. Parks and Rec was that for me. Shits Creek, one of my favorite comedies of all time. I don't need to rewatch it. Fair enough. Um, doesn't mean I don't love it. Doesn't mean I won't re- recommend it to everyone. Breaking Bad. I don't really need to rewatch it. I probably will, but I don't need to. Are they bringing that back, or is that no? They they or- that up? They, they already did one. Uh. El Camino. They brought that back. Um, they're bringing Dexter back. Eh, yeah. eh, eh. It was terrible at the end, anyways. All right, should we get the ratings? Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. That's my drum roll. Can I uh, 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 just put a drum roll sound in? I can, but I think my drum roll. I think my drum roll sound is more accurate. Yeah. Like um, it's like y- there was did a. Did you drum drop
1: acid before you got
0: here? A little bit. Okay, cool. A little bit. All right. So episode. Let's start with the. Negus, Negus, Negus. You want to go first this time? I'm thinking. You're thinking. pressuring me. Do you want me to go first? Sure. All right, Negus. See, it's not easy. 8. All right. I give Negus an
1: 8. I am going to go 7.5 okay.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're just saying that Just to make me feel good I am Okay I am. Darn it I'm validating seven. you Alright, Okay And your point goddamn fives Thank you Thank <laughs> you I need that validation I crave validation Are we allowed to swear Do we establish that You I, I think I do So uh, You do I haven't though I think you have No I don't think I'm I am kicking I you in your knee <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know My apologies This show has to be uh, accessible to seven year olds Okay Fair enough. Why yeah. seven-year-olds? I don't know. I just okay. made up that number. That's <laughs> the I was should have said an unrealistic number, like three. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Toddlers need to know about Quark. Because S- parents want their kids to cry. Yeah. By listening to this
1: show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it stop. we can make it stop. Pu- punish your kids by making them listen to this. It's true. About Star
0: Trek, Deep Space Nine, Deep Space others. Nine, and others. And others. All right. So we got. Y- are you doing 7.5 or seven? I'm doing 7.5, actually. All right. 7.5. Okay. Yep. Eight. Uh. Next episode: Vortex what do you got i six six uh, yeah i'm gonna stick with six i think
1: that's my first i think i think
0: i think i think i'm an ingredient. i think i'm a six as well um no point fives today for me nice yeah i'm gonna do better i, I was more
1: cowardly than did my point five today
0: yeah yeah, I was. I'm very proud of myself because I think every single one so far, I've had a point five for one of the episodes, um, but not today. Not today. I'm rising above. No, uh, Babel and Captain Pursuit. We were locked step pretty
1: much, a seven and eight.
0: Oh, were we? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm making up stuff about myself. No, that's, you, that's cool. That's lie. cool. That's right. lie, that's lie, cool. Lie, lie to our listener. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> Break the trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin it for that Yeah. Them. Okay. Cool. Well, there we go. We, these in. are pretty good re- episodes, pretty so solid. We're nearing the end of season one. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to get to the yeah. end of season one so fast. Everyone tells me that season three is where it really takes off. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it does. And I, I'm assuming that's because of the Dominion War. N- not the Dominion War, but the Gem Hunter come in. I think. The um, Green come in. I think you get
1: a lot of the better writers, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I, I mean, these guys are, I mean, some of them are good, don't make wrong, but you get the Robert uh... Wolfson, you get Brandon Brega. Or not yeah. Yeah right. Yeah, Um Brega's not a great. No, guy. Ronald D Moore. I'm an idiot. Ronald, Ronald D. Moore, D Moore. You get those guys of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Hans ba- of Deep Space Nine. Battlestar um, Galactica. Uh, Hans Beimer, Beamer, Be- 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 Bemler,
0: whatever his name is. I thought you, you were talking about the guy from uh, Die Hard, Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber's the man. Hans. So
1: Grubber. You get a lot of those writers in there, and uh, they probably operate better, and they get a better vision. Yeah. So season three's work. That's season three. Off.
0: Okay. Well... So then you just got to keep listening to us, everyone, until we get to season three. You right. just got to hate listen to us. Yes. Yes. You should hate listen to us. Like, like, oh, I need to run today, but I need to be fired up and angry during this run. Oh, Nick's voice. That makes me so angry. I know how they feel. I'm going to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on a run. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, all right. Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's it for our rewatch today. I think, yeah. I'm. Let's, let's call it a day. All right. Cue dramatic exit music. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Later, everyone.